0: When I was an undergrad, I took a couple of classes from my dad, who's a professor of philosophy. Huge surprise why I majored in that. Um, and one of the, he would usually start class with like an icebreaker kind of question. So he'd be like, what is your favorite quote from a movie? And every single time he asks that question, someone starts quoting Braveheart and like has a whole speech from Braveheart memorized. <laughs> and like still in 2017, people will quote, quote Braveheart. So do with that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite movie quote? If my dad were to ask you guys that in a college intern to philosophy class.
1: I have one that is the single greatest quote. Like it's, it's on, it's like the list of like a hundred top quotes. It's always like number five. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> so, so it's a top 10 quote. It's not the it's best. It's a top 10 quote. Top you know,
0: 10. it could be better. Sometimes it's the top five <laughs> it's quote.
1: Top five. <laughs> um, it is, do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning?
0: Oh my gosh. Same thing that happens to to everything
1: else. The greatest quote. What's that from? From X-Men. It is Storms played by
0: Holly Berry. If you were asked in a college classroom and it was getting to your turn, what quote would you say? I would have to do
2: the one from Batman Begins, because I love to do the Batman (laughs) voice so much. What
0: was the Batman Begins one?
2: (laughs) Is that a wham underneath? But what I do, that defines me. And then he jumps off. And then Kitty Holmes goes. Bruce, <laughs> I was
0: I was there like ninety percent for the Batman impression. You got me the other ten percent with the Katie, Katie Holmes. Yeah.
2: So yeah. You know, that's my yeah. best. That's the best part.
0: <laughs> Rachel, that's,
2: that's, Rachel, that's, Rachel! Oh my gosh!
0: Where is Harvey Dent? <laughs> all classic
2: lines. Oh my gosh! I bet those are all one, two, three, four on those lists.
0: And then five is. Do you know what happens to it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: To mildly awkward podcast honest talk about young adulthood the messy the marvelous and the mildly awkward was that pretty good yeah that yeah. was great Oh, okay it's now really you want me to keep going
0: yeah you have to introduce yourself oh now my.
2: hello everyone i'm brandon the guest <laughs> that you all love and respect so dearly and i'm with my two favorite individuals <laughs> of the mildly awkward podcast you go you can introduce yourselves
1: I am Corby, co-host.
0: And I am Maddie, other co-host. And I feel very special that we're your favorite people on this podcast.
1: Well,
2: the only... Re- I mean, in this room specifically. Yeah. My yeah I'll I'm take saying. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're in front of a live audience,
1: so... Right.
0: I mean, it's, it's a, it is a there's lot a, of people. You a, know, Madison Square Garden is like a lot yeah, to fill, so right. I actually do feel good about this.
1: How you doing out there? I won't make that sound like a... <laughs> <laughs> Just have, <laughs> have
0: faith that the people are being really polite right now and not making noise.
2: Those Minnesotans. In
0: Madison Square Garden hey, that we Madison brought with Garden. us. That's right. We're very Minnesota-specific in our fame. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it is that time of year, back to school, mm. for good or for ill. Some people really like that, but we're talking about it today.
2: I feel like that was a trash intro. Do you that really want to use that? That was a trash intro. <laughs> do you actually want to use that? I can go... Okay.
0: You know Ready? what? Why don't you do it? Okay. You're taking over. Wait, did you mean what I said or what you said? said. Oh my god! You just looked me right in the face and said it was a trash intro, and I was like, "Okay." No, it's okay. Okay, yeah, go ahead.
2: Welcome to Mildly Awkward, honest talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and the mildly awkward. This is your new host, Brandon Forsier. Can I say? Is that okay? Can I be the new host?
0: (laughs) It's fine. Did you want to say your last name though?
2: i don't really care okay it doesn't matter to me okay. i have such a large well following. okay
0: this is your first guest of the day maddie thank
2: you Wait, for what? thank you for coming maddie
0: <laughs> you're welcome it's so good to be on your podcast did you, that find, you
2: founded
1: did you find the place okay i
0: was a little late actually yeah. today no you were i was this
1: might be your last time
0: I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'm the other guest corby you were on time you were early yeah so you might be back
0: Hold on. Are we already ranking ourselves? Like, we haven't even gone through anything, and that's, I'm the worst guest now. That's that's You sad. can
2: still redeem your. I mean, it's, it's a new show. You can still redeem yourself. So. I'm going to try. Don't give up. Don't I'm give gonna up. I'm going to try. This is going to happen. Life's too short.
0: <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Well, host, of host host course.
2: It's that time of year. <laughs> Whether you love it or you hate it, we're heading back to school. Actually, probably most of our listeners are. Or are not because we don't know yet because we don't we don't know the demographics of our of our listeners yet yeah other than but, the
0: people in the stadium we don't really know right school we're all going back to school in the fall because mm-hmm. we all are in a graduate program together are you guys excited
2: who's listening to this <laughs>
1: primarily
0: all of our professors I'm so excited
1: <laughs> and now we are. In school. Oh, By the time this premieres, we will be back
0: in Look the, at all these school. notebooks around us. Oh my gosh, it's a chalkboard. So many
2: PowerPoints.
1: Yep,
0: it's learning. I feel knowledge. What does knowledge feel like? Indescribable. Oh. You know, if I had more knowledge, I could tell you what it felt like. Okay. So I'll get back to you.
1: So if you guys could travel back to any time in school, when would it be?
0: Hmm, I would go back to college and I would tell myself, A, stop studying so much because you need friends and B don't go to the grad program that you're about to go into right away. Not this grad program. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Not this one. Not this oh. one. I, okay. Before this, before I was in Take this grad passes. program, which I deeply love, I was in a different grad program, which I graduated from and I hated every year I was there. And I went into it straight in from undergrad because I thought it was a good idea, but I was 21 and I was an idiot. So I think I would go back and be like, "Don't do it. Just take some time off. You'll find a great program."
2: I would probably go back to 1765 because I think education back then was a little more simplified. But or I don't think am I might not understand your question. No, you're dead on. Okay, yeah. Because I think.
0: No, play in the space with us. Go ahead. By
2: because by 11, it's you better be working or you know mm. creating an air. Is that? The, I don't even think that's the right right time frame either. But so I think it was just it was more. You knew what the goal was, and it was very, there was only one goal, and it was just to make it by 17. And assuming if you could make it past 17, you were dead by then, you've probably learned as much as you need to know.
0: Right. And you probably have your own castle at that point, too. I right. Mean, In
2: 1765. Yep. yep. <laughs> Castles were huge.
0: Right before the French Revolution. <laughs> Jane Austen had a castle. A lot of people don't know that, but
1: you know. I just assumed she did. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, she did for sure. No, she super didn't. What? <laughs>
0: you know who Jane Austen is, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the writer? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she lived in the late 1700s in England in like um, a little cottage with like her sister and her mom.
1: Was it a bungalow?
0: I have no earthly idea. I should say it was a castle. Was she educated? I think so. I mean, she wrote novels.
2: Maybe I wouldn't pick 1765 then. <laughs> maybe I'd go further <laughs> back. You. I think
0: I was I was picturing like 1165 or like, you know, mm. a few hundred years right. before that. But um, still, I think making it past 17 and 1765 is was an accomplishment. As it is today, good job all you 18-year-olds.
2: Thank you. <laughs> but truthfully, I would probably say undergrad as well. I think I could have done
1: a better job of maybe maximizing my time mm. there. I would go back to third grade me, and tell him to stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And like slow down on the meals, buddy. Because <laughs> that summer was rough. Oh. Um, yeah, I'd probably go back to college and just like join improv sooner. Yeah, no, I, I would. I would maybe just like try to figure out what I wanted to do earlier because I feel right. like I didn't figure it out until my senior year.
0: Yeah, the thing is though with college, I think, and I feel like. I'm talking to two people who... You guys both went right from undergrad to our program, right? Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to figure out what you want to do in undergrad and then to go straight into a graduate program is a little bit of a roll of a dice because like I went to my other grad program, which I'll just say is law school. I went to law school with some people who are right out of undergrad as well and some of them are still attorneys and they love it and stuff and some of them hate it and dropped out and some of them hate it and graduated and aren't working as attorneys like I am and stuff like that. But I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I think I always encourage people to take a gap year after college, before grad, grad school, to figure it out. So both of you guys, please leave. Go take a gap year and get back to me. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I think f- even just financially, yeah. that could have benefited me personally tremendously if I
1: would have done that right away. Right. My biggest worry was that, like, if I left school, I wouldn't want to come back.
0: You, yeah, I think a lot of people worry about momentum yeah. or saying, like, you know, I'll never want to go back or, like, it's, it's, you know, hard to apply for stuff and stuff like that. But then you get into a program that you really want to be in or that you, you know, you're in for the right reasons.
2: That's a great question. Yeah. Thank you. It sparked a lot of conversation.
0: Are you complimenting yourself as the host of this episode?
2: Well, I mean, I like to encourage my guests (laughs) to pose questions that are appropriate to the topic.
0: What advice would you give like undergrad students today? Like as you, like for example, my sister is still in college. She's a junior. What advice would you give a college student today? Knowing what you know.
2: I think I would say similar to what Corby was saying earlier, I would just get involved more with things that you might not have thought were part of your identity. I think it's hard. It's the time where you can formulate a different one than you did in high school. And I think I struggled with that myself. It was, it happened too late. So similar to what Corby's saying about improv, but it happened too late Mm -hmm. where I've been very fascinated with the outdoors now and, and doing kind of some backpacking, exploring outside that way. And I was very much into sports in high school and that was part of who I was. So it was hard to, and then I think I thought I needed to change entirely into that new track. So now it's, I'm discovering that you can kind of do many you things. Can, yeah, you can have more
0: many interests <laughs> right. that span many things. That's a really good point. Yeah, try new things and stuff. I did campus radio for two separate semesters, and I
2: freaking loved it. I did radio as well. This isn't mine, but it sparked my... My memory of it, and it was a blast. I, and we had four listeners often, so it was oh like God. we weren't reaching very many people. <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: I was like, my peak was seven, I think.
2: Yep. But, it's, <laughs> but in your head, you think, oh, this is millions of people <laughs> listening right now. I need to speak to my viewers or my right? listeners.
0: Or it's so fun to just be in a studio with like all of this stuff and like, and here's a you know, a song I picked up for you fine honeys out there. You
2: know? <laughs> on your Spotify, on or whatever this cold, you're using. cold Minnesota night, yep.
0: stay warm with. <laughs> This Irish song. <laughs> oh, what?
2: How, did, how did that one go again? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember when you played that. It's the soundtrack
0: years ago, but... for um, Braveheart. is all I ever played. No, I'm just kidding. Have a question, suggestion for a topic, or maybe you just need some mildly awkward advice? Shoot us an email at mildlyawkwardpodcast@gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so now we're going to move on to a uh, some advice giving or some improv, kind of whatever we decide. We have a few different like scenarios for each of the times in school, like kindergarten through grad school, I think we have. And your choice, Brandon, is to give advice to this person or to we'll have like a, a scene play out with the three of us.
2: I like it. Okay. I also love when my guests
1: feel like they can take ownership of the podcast. <laughs> it just, it makes me happy, so I appreciate that. I'm so that. at
0: ease. You're a really good host, <laughs> and I feel this way.
1: So, kindergarten years, you have to convince your classmates that your book is the best book for story time today. Do you want to do a scene, or give some advice?
0: So, to be clear, you are a kindergartner in this case, okay. and you're convincing your kindergarten classmates.
2: Um... I'm going to do advice for this one because I feel like the, sure. I just have this blind faith in the next one that it's going to be the goal. So I'm going to do advice Okay. and I'm going to be, and I'm going to, so I'm going to persuade. I think the easiest way to persuade is, does it have the best pictures? Oh well, yeah. Kid, and if it does, in, you're totally in. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm assuming I've already picked the book that yeah. has the best pictures. Definitely. And then I just go, you, you pick, you know who the, the leaders are as in <laughs> the kids who have the most influence. And you show them, kind of like back door, show them, like <laughs> almost like open up your jacket, got those watches. Except it's your opened up book, and you show them. You're like, dude, check out this picture of this dragon. To
0: like the tastemakers of your class, yeah. and the next thing you know, boom,
2: like wildfire,
1: <laughs> you're in. I think hope there's kids listening right now. <laughs> that is that is gold. That is such good advice. Kindergartens
0: yeah. have to listen to our podcast. We, I think We're sorry for all this work. <laughs>
1: you need to. <laughs>
2: You need to teach kids how to manipulate other kids. It's the only way. And kids are so stupid that you could easily persuade them based off of a picture. Right, you know?
0: obviously. Okay, so our next
2: scenario here. Seen already, but go ahead and read okay, it. Anyway. Okay, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> at the monthly potluck, Marissa from next door makes a comment that your child has worn the same Spider-Man outfit 4 days in a row, and your child in the scenario is in kindergarten.
2: Okay, is so the child set, is the child going to be in the scene? I will be the child All in right, the cool.
0: scene. Corby will be Marissa and <laughs> so you will be uh, the parent. Marissa that... that yeah.
2: Sleaze bag.
1: All right, <laughs> I'm ready. Bag.
0: Remember, kids, this is for you. Marissa the sleaze bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought like maybe he should try another another outfit on. He's gonna make a bad impression. Or the rest of the kids are gonna think they can just wear their Halloween outfit, and I just I don't know.
2: I'm just where can you Put yourself at to think that you can tell me how to
1: raise my kid. Oh my god, like, first off, we're a neighborhood, and, like, we're all raising all of our kids together. I
2: took so much time to bake my macaroons, and you decided that it was more important to look at my child in the Spider-Man outfit. What? How do
1: you think about your Spider-Man outfit?
0: I'm Spider-Man! That- I am
2: Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> okay, the and- He's kind of delusional. I'm sorry. And don't even bring up your macaroons because last week you didn't Excuse even bring me. them.
0: Excuse me. You're the green goblin.
1: I agree. You are Who is that? is—is that, is that offensive? No. It's a compliment. But he does smell real bad. And he should switch to something.
2: Switch to something? Like what? Like deodorant? We don't believe in that. We're natural.
0: We use salt crystals. <laughs> you know... I feel so good knowing that you're going to be the world's most supportive parent, Brandon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Also, deodorant for kindergarteners. That's 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 tough. tough. (laughs) tough.
0: Okay, so, advice giving time. Uh, Your mom keeps giving you a kiss goodbye in front of everyone at school. This is elementary aged.
2: Okay. So you're setting me up. I have to do advice for this. Is that what you said? Or
0: you can do a scene. Nah, we'll do advice.
2: I'll let you get a drink there. Take a break. (laughs) Where is, is it, I'm hopeful it's on the cheek, because on the lips, you'd be, I mean, you're done. You got to, homeschool is the only option. That. <laughs> um, so I think the, the best way, so I'm, we'll say third grade elementary school, so I don't have the, I probably don't have the capacity to sit my mom down and talk through this. So I'm going to say the best way is to, I'm, I'm probably a big, if it's me, I'm a big third grader. So I'm gonna give her like a stiff arm, <laughs> like upper, upper, like around the sternum, because I think
0: create quick, some space. A quick, yeah, yeah, quick
2: shot. I think, like a dog, you know, like a little smack on the the snout. They're not gonna come back. So sternum hit. No words are needed. That's my advice.
0: Okay, so if your mother kisses you goodbye, punch her in the sternum. Well, it's she's not once. gonna get there because a, <laughs> <sternum laughs> <hit. laughs> a sternum hit. How, like, were you a pretty tall kid throughout your life?
2: The tallest, really. Always. Yep.
0: Oh, that's funny. I was like really tall for my age all the way up until high school, and then I evened out. But yeah, surprisingly,
2: was... I was six five as a fifteen year old. I'm six five to this day, so oh I my didn't grow. Gosh. So I was the tallest, tallest, and then. High school. I was still so the you tallest were but okay. Were. When
0: did you surpass six feet? How old were you?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Because
0: um, if you were six five by fifteen, you had to have been six feet by like thirteen.
2: Yeah, something like 14. that. Yeah, Maybe. that's crazy. Yeah, I was. I was massive.
0: <laughs> did you eat your parents out of house and home by any chance?
2: I ha- I haven't been. I didn't eat much. <gasps> I'm not much of an eater as far as quantity, mm. which is surprising given my size, but I, that's why I look like a malnourished, the- <laughs> I, look like a, I look like a skinny supermodel. For some reason,
0: I thought you were going to say male model instead of malnourished, Mal- malnourished. And I was like, whoa, okay. I'm a malnourished great, so-
2: <laughs> model. That's not a good combo. Yeah. But that's what we, that's what, It's that's a what multifaceted sells. individual, yeah. That's what mal-nourished society tells us to be.
0: male model counseling. No, 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 female,
1: like but that oh, size. Oh, yes, yes,
0: yeah. yes, yeah. So should we move on to middle school? Yeah.
1: You're a parent who has waited until two days before school starts to find school supplies. Scene. Scene? Yep. <laughs> Can we be at Target? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Where would we go, Walmart? Come on. Come on.
0: Come a on. The toilet store.
1: Um, <laughs> Synonymous.
0: Right. Can I be the kid in this situation mm-hmm. and you be the parent? And what are you going to be, Corby? I'll
2: throw myself in. Sweet. God, shit. I, I can't find the, the notebooks. God. How many notebooks do you need?
0: Just one, Dad. Come Boy. on.
2: What, you need a trapper keeper? What is that?
0: Well, right now all I have is a plastic bag, but, you know, it would be nice.
2: Back in my day, <laughs> I carried everything with my two hands. Nowadays, it's, they have all these folders. What's a folder? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And do the... you need a pencil, too? Well, I mean, we can. Maybe a pen. They don't have anything here, and it's Target. They have everything. I already picked up a new Keurig. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
0: Hi? Who's that guy?
2: Good. It's good to see you. I work here at Target. Oh, perfect. You can help us out. Yes. So I need, I have a list of things that I need. Oh my so. gosh, I've
0: heard of you. It's the Target Dracula.
2: Mmm,
1: yes. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I can help you with your list. Oh. Just yeah. follow me okay. to the back room. Uh, there's probably.
2: Be
0: cool, Dad. Come on.
2: Back to school
1: supplies Let's go. back there. Let's go. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah.
2: It's back here. Are we still in Target? This doesn't seem like Target anymore. It, we can't technically associate <laughs> the two, but yes. As long, Do my coupons, does my, does my cartwheel app still work back here? Yes.
0: Wait, yeah. do you have Trapper Keepers? Of course. Oh, yeah. See, this is where we should have been going the whole time, Dad. I Gosh. Had
2: known. I had no one. It smells in here, doesn't it? That's the bats. Are they,
1: they're, they're for sale too, right? Yes, they are. The Halloween editions. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Dad, can you ask them if they have any other themes besides blood? No,
1: we don't. A... We have blood-themed notebooks, pencils, and trapper keepers. I,
2: I don't see any issue with it. I mean, they're here. We need them.
0: Oh, you guys are so lame. My goodness.
2: I I try to listen to your podcasts and watch your TV shows, and I just don't get it. It doesn't You're make sense. You're a middle sense. schooler, right?
1: You have a podcast in middle school? Fascinating.
2: <laughs> to be honest, you wouldn't get it. It's No yeah. one gets it.
0: Okay. So, advice or scene, the PE teacher allows headshots in dodgeball.
2: Scene. <laughs> this is a flashback. Oh my truthfully. god, I know. Yeah, we, play, we used to play a game. Could in,
0: anyone reach your head, though? I mean, you were 6'5", by the time you were 15. True, it
2: was like a stomach shot. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were in middle school, and we there was this game called Catch and Throw, which is intense dodgeball, where... We had the volleyball lines on each side. I don't know if you can visualize what a court looks like, but the volleyball lines on each side of the center court line. That was the jungle zone where anyone could be in there and you could just tee off on people from <laughs> within an arm's reach distance. It was incredible. Oh my god. Loved gosh. it. Loved Wait, it.
0: in a good one, did anyone get like
2: injured? Oh yeah, I sent a girl to the to the nurse. She bleeding. It was awesome. Oh my god. It was <laughs> oh gladiator god. style to the death. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this is this is this is my cup of tea. Can I be the gym teacher? Yeah, that's so I was like, I feel
1: like, <laughs> I feel like you want to Short do shorts. Yes.
2: So, before we begin, it's important that I tell you the history behind dodgeball. The ancient Greeks used to play this with stones. So today, I want you to show me who has the biggest stones of all. Get back, put your hand on the wall, and then I will yell dodgeball. And anything is game. Headshots. Oh, okay. Knives. Guns. It doesn't matter. You do what you need to do to win. Do you understand me?
0: Excuse me, sir. Can I use my shiv?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can. Of course. How are you going to use it? You have to throw it as long as you throw it.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. Mr. Finster? Uh, I don't it's know. It's Jerry. Jerry. Sorry. Um, our last PE teacher never let us play dodgeball because... Uh, it- don't be a wimp, Eugene. Gosh. Yeah. You tell him, Brian. Well, actually, I think I might have to sit this one out because uh, I'm going through uh, something with my body. My oh mom my. says I can sit stuff out.
2: Oh, here we go. All right, before we begin, Eugene, why don't you line up on the wall? Everyone grab a ball or a, sh- or a shiv. Oh,
1: oh, my God.
2: Everyone gets one try just to smoke this little kid, all right? Here we go. <laughs> <Speed>. <laughs>
0: Man.
2: Memories. So uh <laughs> that was my. It seemed from your past
0: and your future.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the present. <laughs> All in one. The- did I do my best puberty voice? You did a good puberty voice.
0: It was <laughs> fantastic.
1: Have you been feeling sluggish, down, angry for no reason? Are you in middle school? Well, maybe you are going through puberty.
0: It is a beautiful process that your body goes through that is nothing to be afraid of, unless it's very, very weird. In which case, maybe ask an adult.
2: And they will most likely not tell you anything. So that is why we are here today to talk to you about puberty. The highs, the lows, the the hairs, the no hairs, (laughs) the changes for good and for bad. You will survive.
0: Because there's no going back from puberty. Puberty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that was That's, tremendously helpful. That was just great. Yeah,
0: I think, I think everyone's know. richer. All the kindergartens listening, all the kindergartners listening, <laughs> Kindergarten- are <laughs> richer for having <laughs> listened to that.
1: So we've now entered high school. Your BFF has been forced to attend a prep school. Um, I could do advice.
2: So my BFF. Is going to prep school, assuming it's far away, mm-hmm. cross country. So, my advice would be bye bye, butthead.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bury that pain deep inside.
2: You're no BFF of mine. That's all I got. That was it.
0: Bury it in a pile of resentment <laughs> yeah. and anger yeah. and wait for it to come up later.
2: Anger leads to hate. Hate <laughs> leads to suffering. Suffering leads.
0: I'm very impressed you could do that. I always end up adding intermediary steps, like hunger leads to hate. Hate leads to hunger. Hunger
1: leads to, you know, like, just we go to, on this long journey. Are those
0: journey. still in the fridge? Quesadilla still in the fridge leads to mold. Mold leads to the dark side.
1: No. So next one is, you're starting your three-page paper the night before it's due.
2: This takes me back. Scene.
0: Okay, let's do it.
2: Self-disclosure. I never did this, but I just wanted to say it takes me. <laughs> oh, back. Sorry, I want to relate to my we're listeners. really good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Same. I-, I can't believe I waited for this. This uh, this essay on Queen Elizabeth II. It, I know nothing about this queen. They're all named Elizabeth. It's they come up with a different name. Why can't it be Beth? This one could <laughs> be Beth. That oh, that'd be my title. Her name is Beth. odd you are so annoying. <laughs> Johnny, come outside! Oh my. Johnny, come outside and play
0: ball! Uh, Honey, some of your friends seem to be outside. Get out of here, I know. Oh, are you you done with your paper and all of
2: that? No, get out of my room. Johnny!
0: (laughs) Make good choices! Get out
2: of my room. I'm gonna smoke a bunch of pot. Get out of here.
0: Johnny! Where did I go wrong?
2: Hello, little Johnny.
1: Did he finish his paper, darling? Oh, my goodness! Oh, honey, he's
0: smoking a lot of pot in there. I don't think we should go in. You're smoking
1: the pot, Johnny. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I do. Your friend's outside (laughs) waiting for you to play ball.
0: It's so sweet. It reminds me of my childhood in the
1: 70s. can't believe I'm living
2: in the 1950s (laughs) right now. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Calls her, darling, walks in. Has no concept of his child. Typical. Typical
1: 1950s Honey, why is
0: he talking about us in the third person as if we're not here?
1: I have no idea. I'm going to go read the newspaper now, though.
0: I'm going to go bake a pie. (laughs) That really became about the beautiful relationship between Johnny's parents, I think. Yeah, I know. They seem like great people.
1: Groundbreaking
2: stuff. I just wanted to comment on society, you know what I mean? (laughs) I like that direction we went in. That was good. That was good. It's
1: real good. And I think my dad character, honestly, was... Every dad, you know, and Just, I think that was the yeah focus. quintessential, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh no, not really. My little
0: sister is giving college tours right now at the school where she goes, um, and she has been trying all summer to find the perfect joke that will make everyone laugh. Because she's like, I have a joke that makes the dads laugh, I have a joke that makes the moms laugh, I have the joke that makes the kids laugh, but none of them make them all laugh. So
2: is that the point of it? We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you go real
1: racy, then that would be good. Yeah.
0: People, People are so shocked; they I mean, have to laugh. I,
1: so we're moving on to college now. Advice or scene? The only college you got into is one in Germany called Schule der Lecher, which means school of hell. Scene.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I,
1: love,
2: I want these German yes. accents to come out. Yes. Good.
0: Welcome to Schule der Lecher.
2: Hi. I, I, think I'm, I think I'm in the right place. Isn't, is this the school from hell?
0: Yes, this is the Schule de Hell as I have said before. Come on in.
2: Are you? I mean, I don't mean to. I don't mean to say or judge or anything, but are you French? <laughs>
0: I have brain damage, and this is why I sound this way. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm, so, I'm so sorry.
0: This is the only school that would accept me.
2: We, we're... No Thanks. judging. Thanks. There is
0: no judging in the School of Hell.
2: <laughs> so I'm. I, I'm looking for my class. Um, it's. I don't know why I came to admissions to, to ask you, but I think you would know. It's room... I, I, what does is, what is dry mean? I don't oh, know. yes.
0: That is circle seven of the nine circles of our classes.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> sounds inviting. Thank you. How do I get there?
0: We go straight down St- till you lose all... I mean, till, till the level that you're going to.
2: <laughs> straight down.
0: Straight down.
2: Straight down.
0: Ah, yes. Here we are at your classroom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That was very helpful.
0: You're welcome. Stop making fun of people's accent.
2: Um, Is this intro to astrophysics? What? Do you speak English? Da.
1: (laughs) What are you laughing at? Have Uh, a seat. Oh, okay. Where? Anywhere? Mm -hmm. There's only two students in this class.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, so we've very strongly established that I cannot do accents
1: I, at all. I have to like practice that. I, like, oh, a I have to like hear it. Or... No, it's so bad. Yeah, so like this happens
0: like, no too. Point. Where okay, so I run a game of D and D for Gorby and other people. Every accent I do sounds the same, and they all end up vaguely British and Australian. <laughs> <laughs> so bad.
2: Oh. I also loved how you couldn't even say "ya." Yeah. You said "da." <laughs>
0: Apologize to all of our German kindergartners listening right now.
2: That was my favorite by far. <laughs> <laughs> Just spot on access. Just... Mm.
0: Find the Mildly Awkward podcast on iTunes. Subscribe for new episodes dropping every Monday. And leave us a rating and a review.
1: It's rush week and you're in between Delta Delta Kappa... And Sigma Nu Tau Tau, or scene.
0: Okay, for real though, what is Rush? I mean, other than the like, band, like the beautiful, iconic a, Canadian like band. a fraternity yes. or sorority. No, no, no. But like, why do they call it Rush? Like, what do you? Because it's usually
1: like a week of events that oh. they like eliminate the weakest link <laughs> what? until they like have their perfect little class of babies. So, do you like
0: apply?
2: No, you play dodgeball, similar to the game that we had established <laughs> yeah. in middle
1: school. Fastest gets the best so half. So
0: that coach was really very forward-thinking. <clears throat>
1: yeah, it was probably a delta-delta-kappa. Vice <laughs> <laughs> or I
0: I'm going to be of no help at a C. We'll do advice. We'll do
2: okay. advice. <laughs> All right. So I'm choosing between which one. Yeah. I'm going to say... So I'm going to tell myself... Look, well, first, you're going to see where all the biddies at,
1: mm-hmm. where are they, where are they rolling, where are they hanging at. I will say that both of these houses have similar amount of biddies. Okay. Okay. Although Delta, Kappa, quality... Delta Delta Kappa oh. does have a
0: sign that says, the biddies be rolling here. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's
1: official for them. That's very convincing to me. <laughs> they're, they're higher class of biddies there, but the other house has Perfectly nice biddies. Yep. Perfectly nice. Yeah, and I think at
2: this point in my confidence level, I'm probably aiming towards perfectly nice biddies. Mm. So, <laughs> so sigma nu tau tau. Probably. Yeah.
0: And the perfectly nice
2: which, biddies. Which one had the the brilliant marketing of the biddies be rolling here? That
0: was Delta Delta Kappa they're very that's confident, very
2: convincing. Yeah,
0: they they know their stuff. You know, I they
2: appreciate use... strong marketing. <laughs> da
1: biddies be rolling. <laughs> <laughs> they're the biddies be rolling. Yep.
0: It's like, so you see the academic side of it. They, they're multilingual, but also they have, you know,
2: biddies. They got the real biddies. I have
0: legitimately never heard women being referred to as biddies before <laughs> in my life. I don't know where it came from, but,
2: you know. Oh, man. I just wanted to say biddies <laughs> I have no advice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so your potential teaching assistantship is now between you and brown noser Brad.
1: Oh, man. Advice or scene? Seen. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you guys for coming to my office today. Uh, <laughs> as you know, you're you're both the finalists for this
2: graduate assistantship of position. thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, seriously, thank you. It's been it's a great opportunity. I appreciate uh, it.
0: Yes, whatever. Um, so I wanted to ask you a few questions here. What would you say your greatest weakness is?
1: Hmm. You know, I'll start because I'm usually really good at initiating things. (laughs) I'm an initiator, but my greatest weak weakness. Wow, whoa, that's really tough. I know in middle school, if you guys could just go back on this journey with me in middle school. My God! Oh my gosh! (laughs) Sometimes I would turn in too much homework. I would get, like, ahead of myself. Oh, my
0: god, that's, that's so impressive. Mm-hmm. I, you that know, I've that's...
1: continued on, yeah, all the way through graduate school now. I just I do all my homework early, <laughs> and then I, like, adapt it as I go. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> what about
0: you, man? That's a beautiful answer. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you, Brad, for that <laughs> engaging story. I think my biggest weakness, probably my self-confidence, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of gets in the way sometimes. You know,
0: graduate assistantship is 90% showboating, so you're really going to have to nip that in the bud, my man.
2: (laughs) All right, man. Okay, next
0: question. Um, Did you just assume my gender, sir?
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, Wow, man. We're moving on. Chill. Well, everyone's calling me man. I just wanted to fit in.
0: (laughs) Brad and I understand what's going on here. All right. Okay, next question. Who do you look up to most in life?
1: Oh, can I say you? <laughs> oh, 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 stop at you. <laughs> oh, I will say Nelson Mandela. If we're being serious here, Nelson Mandela. Oh, no. I take it back. Mother Teresa. Oh, <laughs> oh such can't a good answer. can't get enough of her. Oh, my gosh.
0: Brandon, care to well, mine, jump in?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'll jump much, but <laughs> I'll just say something. Um, I think if it's going to be a, a different... Kind of uh, realm than that, but John Cena. I don't know. I just he's very confident. He's and he's just he's got he's big big guy too.
0: John C- has he has he written any books in the field or well, done, I'm not familiar with Mr. Cena. Well,
2: he's he might have heard of his <laughs> his rap. I mean, he's got a rap song where he, you know you can't see me, and he does that thing over his face. Ah, yes, I, I
0: enjoy the rap music. Yeah. And the hip hop artistry of of the twenty first yeah. century. Well, and he's a
1: wrestler, so he's. I mean, that's pretty cool. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't really see how that's relevant. But I, I <laughs> don't know if I do either. Well, I mean, that, that was, I just. Um, you asked me a question. What and,
0: would, yes, know. right? Okay, you're talking over me now. Uh, what would be <laughs> the thing that you bring to this assistantship position?
2: I'll answer first.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, getting aggressive. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I think. um I'm not a kiss-ass like this kid over here, so... Excuse me? You heard me. Come on. <laughs> Nelson Mandela? Oh, 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 no,
0: this is, this is getting very not civil. Go on. I can
2: quote things from Nelson Mandela. Uh-huh. I can quote things from John Cena.
0: This Mr. Cena, I'm looking him up. He does seem very charismatic. I will give Thank you that. Thank you. He does
2: the Today Show sometimes what? now. Come on. Very versatile, and that's what I like about him. That's what I could bring to you. Versatility. <laughs> Just like John Cena. You know,
0: I, I, I like adult. you. I like Mr. Sanaa. I think we're going to do this. Thank you. What? You're hired. Yes, <laughs> thank you.
2: Eat shit, Brad. What a terrible interview, by the way. I that. know, just Brad. I'm both so sorry. <laughs> like everyone in that room is just awful.
0: No. <laughs> oh, man. I hate it when I get the question I interviews. what's your greatest weakness? Yeah. So you're like, what am I? What? No. Because you
1: have to, like one you're probably lying about it oh, but totally. it's like you have to find the least yeah you can't just say like yeah i'm thing.
0: pretty lazy <laughs> like you can not just come out and say like if given the choice i would lie on my couch what
1: would you say now though like not to like put like you in like for on real an in an interview like, like this is kind of a tip for future people maybe yes. people oh, listening gosh. who are like oh my gosh i don't have to answer it I my will...
0: answer is not going to be a tip but go ahead
1: well i always say that i like i'm a solutions finder and so sometimes I come up with so many solutions or so many ways to go Ooh. somewhere. So I always say that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a uh, – which is actually true. I took that, like, test where it shows you, like, mm-hmm. what kind of leader you are. And I've taken it multiple times. Was it times. a BuzzFeed quiz?
0: <laughs> yes, it was.
1: <laughs> BuzzFeed.com slash – The so mean. I'm sorry. John Snow.
0: Yes. yes. Yay. God, I knew it.
1: But – Yeah, so I always say, like, yeah, I'm a solutions finder, and sometimes it makes it hard to come up with a final decision, because I've come up with, like, a lot of different ways to go. And they usually, like, because it's a weakness, because it really, it kind of is, it's true about me. But it's not like
0: I'm a lazy piece of garbage.
1: (laughs) And I'm very indecisive, but I won't say that, because that sounds negative, so I'm like... Yeah, that's the thing, you gotta
0: spin, you gotta spin like a freaking like fidget spinner, spinner. Like, a spinner. Use, like a fidget spinner you gotta spin that like a fidget negative spinner. words when yeah you're doing, unless, I, yeah yeah what i usually my go-to right now is to say i like to try and learn stuff as fast as i can and sometimes i get impatient with myself when i don't master stuff immediately mm-hmm. so it makes it hard for me sometimes to reach out and ask for more help when i feel like i should have mastered something
1: mm-hmm. so because some of that would like rely maybe like in perfectionism of like a project yes. or something, but you don't want to say I'm a perfectionist because yes. then it's like oh she's uptight or something. And it's Either like, that no, or it's I think just,
0: people say perfectionism or, and it's like ah oh, everybody says that oh, for like yeah. their weakness or like mm-hmm. I can't do much.
1: Mine,
2: it's it's sort of on the perfectionism realm as well, but it's especially at the very beginning. I I need a lot of kind of validation and support for what I'm doing. For the fact, similarly, like I want to do it so perfectly. Do you say that
0: in interviews? Not exactly,
2: no. But just the idea of I need, sometimes I struggle at the beginning with being uncertain in my abilities. Oh, yeah, that's good. And that I am hopeful that I'm doing it right rather than I just trust that, yeah, Yeah. that's why you got hired, you're doing it right.
0: Oh, that's a good one. If you were to answer that question 100% honestly, if someone said, what is your greatest weakness? And you just... No filter, just answered it. What would your answer be?
2: I, w- I mean, I could use this one too, honestly, but I want everyone to love me. Oh, yeah. Into the way that it can hinder like actual progress. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to bring
0: this up now, but Corbin, we, we, we don't love you. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That's
2: so mean. I'm sorry. I immediately
0: said that. I was like, no, we love you. I'm so
1: sorry, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> what
0: yeah. about you? I guess it would either be I'm kind of lazy or... Um, I also have a very avoidant personality. Like Mm -hmm. when I get stressed out, I'm like, I should do nothing instead. Yeah. So,
1: or maybe that I don't like to talk to people as much as (laughs) I pretend. (laughs) I just get like really stressed out about super big social situations. So if they're like, you have to come to this meeting of 20 people, I'm like, Oh boy, like this is going to be me being a hot, sweaty mess. (laughs) And like it would take me like ten it's minutes like, I don't know what to do
0: with it. my hands, like yeah. no. this is why we spin like a fidget spinner in the interview. Folks, you heard it here first. That is the sound of a one hundred percent legitimate top of the line lime green fidget spinner.
2: So what's your biggest weakness? I leak like a lot. <laughs>
0: I leak Mostly everywhere. when it, in stressful situations, I physically leak. Yes. I, I think of my boards more as sweat geysers at this point. <laughs> Old oh faithful. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> <coughs> oh
0: man. Okay, well, we've made it all the way to graduate school, you guys. Here's a weird one. What are some reasons not to go to grad school?
2: Money. Money. Truthfully.
1: Yeah? And that's the thing that it's is cheaper. on my mind 24 7.
0: Ah, being a poor grad student.
1: It just sucks because I hate thinking about money as much as you do. Like when you're in college, you just don't realize how much yes. you don't think about money right. in terms of like I mean some people definitely. Like I had friends who worked their butt off yeah. to pay for school and like eat or whatever. Like and I like give them props, but I because I couldn't even imagine. And I was like, oh I'm so poor and I have all these loans. But I wasn't like working this full time job. I had a job, right. but mm-hmm. now that I'm in graduate school, I have technically three jobs now. Oh god! And I haven't even started classes, and I still don't make enough money where I feel comfortable. And I'm still right. always thinking about it. So yeah, it's huge. it's it is huge. It's awful.
0: <laughs> that is true. You want to get your your money in order before you decide. And like obviously, it'll be a, a, a pinch anyway because you're if being a full time graduate student. You just don't have the time to do other stuff. But
2: yeah, and, and I think with grad school, it. There is no kind of search process in the sense that for undergrad, you do a campus tour, mm-hmm. you meet with these different groups, and you get a way better vibe of what that school is about. But whereas in grad school, it's more on trust. I mean, it's, right.
0: The website and yeah. the reputation of the school and right. what they say they're going to offer you. Yeah.
2: Very superficial things yes. that have to matter tremendously. And it, yeah. it, you almost hope that it works out. But if it doesn't, then you're kind of in it too much. And yeah. You just yeah. got to...
0: No, I felt that way in law school a lot as well. I think for me, the biggest thing I tell people when they want to go to graduate school is that the people who do best in graduate school are not the most disciplined or the most smart or stuff like that. They're the people who want it the most. They're the people who are in graduate school thinking, this is where I need to be right now, and I want nothing more than to have this degree. Because yeah. like, especially in law school, that's the people who did the best, um, not the people who are super smart because just, you just can't keep up that level of intensity for something you don't
1: really want to do. <laughs> passion yep
0: passion that's it yep
1: we solved it
0: we solved it we don't have passion drop out go forth kindergarteners and have passion
2: (laughs) do you have any advice for grad school passion
1: Passion.
0: special thanks to steve higgins for composing our theme song find him on facebook at steve higgins music and follow him on instagram at steve.higgins Much harder to get sick days as a homeschooler. So you'd be like, as "Oh, well, you're sick? Yeah. Just read this book. Don't even worry about Was it. Just it read the book." Five times a
1: week. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. It I is. mean, we
0: had like a pretty regular school schedule, but we were very flexible, so we could go do stuff during the day. And so a lot of times, like if. We had to go run errands or do something like that. And we would all just go out with my mom in the middle of the day, like all four of us kids. And people at stores would be like, Aren't these kids supposed to be in school? And we'd be like, We're homeschooled. And then we go home and work later, you know, to get it all done. But yeah. did you
2: ever feel that that was, whenever you had to bring it up, that that, did you ever feel weird or that people were, Judging, maybe, in a way?
0: I I definitely think people were judging, but I didn't really care that much because I was, like, with all of my siblings and my mom, and she did not care what people thought. So I think that definitely rubbed off on us. Um, but And I also got really used to saying, oh, I'm homeschooled, oh, I'm homeschooled. Like, that was always a good... Excuse for why I was like at a store at 11 in the morning on a Tuesday. So, yeah.
2: do I do, you, I don't know. Do you feel like there's a negative connotation when someone says homeschool? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I get that a lot too. People are like, oh, but you're like kind of normal and all that sort of thing. Cause there's a lot of, you know, it's really hard, I think, to, I think it's hard for anyone, but it's hard, I think, sometimes for homeschool parents to figure out a way to have their kids interact with a lot of other kids. Like, for what, example, when I was growing up, we did sports and extracurriculars with the school by our house. We had a big homeschool group where a whole bunch of different families would get together once a week and we would do different classes and hang out. And so I had like a ton of social outlets growing up. But there's some homeschool parents who don't put any emphasis on that. And so then you don't really learn how to interact with people other than your family. So,
2: did you enjoy it? I, I don't, I have no concept of how, how, yeah, was no, there.
0: I did enjoy it. I think I am super close with my siblings. And I think part of that is because we were together all the time. I felt very prepared for college in terms of academics because Mm. we did... My mom was, like, extremely intense with our schooling. Um, But there's some things that I think could have been done better. Like, yeah, I felt very socialized, but I wasn't very independent because we were pretty sheltered and, like, Mm. parents are involved in everything. So it took me a lot longer to get independent. Um, But overall, yeah, I think every schooling experience I used to when I was a lot younger think like oh homeschooling is way better than every other type of schooling and like now I'm like okay now I actually understand the world a little better and there are drawbacks and, and benefits to every single type but um, I'm grateful for it I think it was a good experience
1: so we're gonna play innuendo so the first one is foot fungus
0: or my high school experience was like foot fungus it required prescription strength cream <laughs> <laughs> High school is like foot fungus. I still bear the scars to this day.
1: (laughs) High school is like foot fungus. It smelled in the locker (laughs) room. High
2: school was like foot fungus. It tasted raw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we peaked on that one. Um, (laughs) The next
2: word is birdbath. High school. It was like a bird bath, short and wet.
1: (laughs)
0: That's good. I was going to say, high school, my high school experience was like a bird bath, just in my own backyard for years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For years. For years, yeah. Next one is a frame log (laughs) cabin. A frame log cabin. That's insane. Oh my gosh. A frame. My graduate school is like an A-frame log cabin. It was built by white people.
0: Oh! Oh! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And we'll leave it there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, special thanks to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Find them online at acaciacw.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W dot com.
2: Thank you for listening to this fake host, Brandon. <laughs> And today's podcast about back to school. And of course,
1: I'd like to thank my guests here. I'm Corby.
2: And I'm
0: Maddie.
1: Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook at Mildly Awkward Podcast. Thanks again. Bye. Peace.